Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is a Mall Shaw. Big Thursday show on tap for you. Nick Alberga going to join us from Toronto via Skype in about 30 minutes to discuss Stanley Cup. Huge game five in Raleigh tonight. Carolina 6-0 at home. 0-5 on the road so far in the playoffs. And the Edmonton Oilers with a chance to close out Calgary in the Saddle Dome tonight. I want to ask Nick, would you make a goalie change if you're Daryl Sutter? No, and Calgary's winning this game tonight. Oh, thank you. We've got a preview of uh, I'm All In, maybe. Yes. Okay. Uh, Let's start out with the NBA last night, where, to our good fortune, the Boston Celtics held the Miami Heat to 80 points in their own arena. Down at half, it was 79 points in the first half. You said you liked under 203 and a half. Dominating performance in the third quarter. I think we saw the difference in the talent in these two teams and how Boston can play defensively. And they take the series lead, heading back to Boston. I saw a number as high as eight and a half on this game tomorrow night, Amal. Well, I'm not surprised by it. You know, we both had the win on Boston, but I, I didn't end up making money on it because I took Miami plus five and a half in-game. It mm. felt like to me it was going to be a tight game. I said, I'm just going to get off my position here, and I'll take a, a basically a break even on – what I usually do in spots like that is I don't want to lose the juice. I take my original play, but ended up not making any money here with the Celtics running away in the second half. Nine. Now, this game tomorrow night, nine, the Celtics at home. All right, so, Bueller, calm down. Might have I, to take Miami. Well, here's, here's the point. I don't know about that, but I'm sitting on plus 150. Yeah. I've got essentially the Celtics on the money line, plus 150 tomorrow night, because I bet Celtics in six. Now, are you going to come back with Miami at all well, on well, the money let's line? Let's see what the price is. Well, I, I mean, I, to me, I would come back. It's probably going to be Miami about plus uh, 220. Two, I'm sorry, probably about 250. Yeah, I'm gonna look for a price. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna cover my bet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I just I know the the bankroll and it isn't that big a bet. And my parents are wealthy and this and hedging <laughs> this by my calculator and all this stuff. But I'm that's not my theory here. I'm out to, I'm out to take a profit on every bet I make them all. Well, there's a line. It's called you never go broke taking a profit. It's not a bad line, uh, especially you can get the advantage here. Plus three fifty. Three fifty. Yeah, the wow. Heat are plus three fifty. In Game 6 in Boston. Taking a look at the series odds, Celtics minus $12. Heat plus $7.50. Remember, the Celtics were a $1.75 series favorite heading into the game. That plus $1.50 on the Celts in 6, of course, reflects to the money line of tomorrow night, minus $4.25. Celts in 7 plus $6. Heat in 7 plus $7.50. I have a question. When you hedge a game, Mm. do you continue to watch it? The minute Mm -hmm. I hedge... I, I turn the game off and I go do something else. Well, it depends on how much of a decision I've left myself. 
if I split it nearly down the middle yeah. on the price, then no, there's no point of it. But right. I might take a side where, you know, let's say I bet 500 and on the hedge I make 100 or on the other side I make 600. I, I'm going to, you know, I'm still keeping a strong position. The uh, By the way, I was so mad last night in that uh, Avalanche game because mm -hmm. I took St. Louis uh, plus three and a half goals. I said, oh, great middle here. Lose by three, lose by two. A great spot. And then all of a sudden, Colorado decides, we don't want to cross center ice the rest of the game. You know, Amal, I was thinking, at, at, you know, at the end of the first period, I was saying, Amal made a great bet at the even money because I yeah. think that was a good... But if he could have had the minus two and a half, and then it gets to be three nothing, and I'm thinking, oh, how juicy that was. But even at three one, you know, you're going to get shots Double at, the, good. at yeah. the empty net. And even at three two, you're going to get shot. And even at four three, you still have a chance. Somebody McKillen went to one of the great goals of the season. And then the defense of Colorado, and I know we're going to get into this with Nick a little bit yes, later we on. Will. Mike, I got to tell you, it is an uncomfortable situation right now in Denver. It, you, what? The Blues are not out of this thing. They're not out, but I think Colorado wins game six. But think of the pressure if they have to go back for game seven, having lost as huge, and I mean huge, three and four dollar favorites in the second round the last two years. Remember, they put up seven on Leonard in game one, and everybody was laughing the same, the Golden Knights out of the playoffs. And they were a 380 favorite against the Dallas Stars in the, in the bubble and got beat. That's I, a series that Andy McNeil bet eight different ways and claimed the winner. Well, you know, hey. We got a lot of Don LaPreeze mm -hmm. around here. But anyway, um, you know, when you look at these matchups, especially the Colorado game yesterday, I couldn't believe for the life of me how the crowd, how the, the abs were acting. It, it looked like there was just, you know, we got 20 minutes left. We're about to hoist the cup. It's 7 nothing. They're just skating around. I told you they had the ticker tape parade planned for midnight in Denver. <laughs> they were getting ready for it out there. The floats were there. The, it was I was looking for Calvin Chiraldi and Roger Clemens. <laughs> Uh, let's get back to basketball for a moment because, because we're contractually obligated. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals MVP market now. Jason Tatum, who was plus 110, even money, minus 110, now minus $3 in this market. Justified? Uh, I don't think so. Did anyone watch Jalen Brown play last night? He's, he's what, Remember, what, what was he, like 25 to 1? Uh, something ridiculous. Wait, he got down to 6 to 1, back to 9 to 1. How about plus 250 on Jalen Brown? Well, first of all, I mean, we expected it. Look, Tatum had great statistical game, uh, 12 rebounds and 9 assists to go with 22 points. But I thought Brown, 10 for 19, shooting the ball far better than Tatum, 7 for 20. Now, 5 for 9 from the three-point line. Tatum goes 2 for 8. I don't understand why we just – Tatum's a phenomenal player. I'm not taking anything away from him. But they have a true 1A and 1B on that team. You know, as good yeah. as Brunson's been for the Mavericks, he's not at the same level – as a Brown is to Tatum for Luca, Correct. That's a one and a three. Luca, I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're correct. I was on Mad Dog last night. I said the same thing. They said Jalen Brunson. I said, no, Jalen Brunson is your best three on a team. You need a number two to go with Luca. Absolutely true. Let's move to that series. Mavericks at Warriors tonight. Warriors go home with a chance to close it out again. Warriors minus seven in the game tonight. Amal, a bit up from the previous two home games, which we saw five and a half and six. Total, 215 and a half. Yeah, I didn't play this game yet, but I'm going to probably be on Dallas tonight. I like the plus seven. I think it's um, a little bit of a high number in terms of Golden State. You know, look, the one issue with Dallas is, and I know you can say this about a million teams, but it really seems like the perimeter shot for them is feast or famine. If they're not going to down like we saw against Phoenix, they're going to win the game. If not, they're going to get their doors blown off. Here's the thing. I, I, it's hard for me to back Mavericks' money line because we've seen the Warriors erase a 20-point deficit and win, erase a 30-point deficit down to 10. But the 7 is tempting because if you can get out to a lead, you would think you could at least keep it within that range. Warriors, minus 3,500. I guess this is at DraftKings. I saw here at Circa, minus 4,250 to win the series. Would you take a shot if you could find Dallas at 20-1 to 1 to win this? Well, look, first of all, I never had the confidence in Dallas that you may have had or other people have had along the way. So I'm The whole season. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to say no okay. just simply because of that. I, I'm mad at myself because I always thought Golden State was going to be the team coming out of the West mm -hmm. and, you know, didn't bet them. I wish I had. When I look around, I think Dallas is capable. Even if they were to win this game, Mike, and they win game six back at the American Airlines Center, 
I don't believe they would get Golden State in Game 7 at the Chase Center. I think they would just win based on the experience and having been there so many times. Let's look at a couple player props for tonight. Um, Andrew Wiggins, I heard you talking with on the Lombardi line, yeah, yeah. the killer uh, at 17, 27, and 37 with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher just before <laughs> our show came on. You weren't listening. I think you were transcribing. No, I, I didn't know that if the hit was over so I could actually come into the studio to do this show. So I was listening on my phone <laughs> because for $39, I've got the subscription through the end of July. Uh, Andrew Wiggins tonight, I'm all over under 16 and a half points. Uh, no play here. I, I don't know. I mean, to me, not a, not a play I would make. I, I don't have enough knowledge in terms of Wiggins play to make a definitive statement. here. Jalen Brunson, 19 and a half. I'm going to go with yes here because I think Brunson has to have an effective game, and it kind of correlates with me suggesting to take Dallas. Now, if you don't believe Dallas is going to be able to be competitive at that plus seven, then you might look the other way. Luca, 34 and a half. That's a little high, Mike. Mm-hmm. That's a little, look, he's going to have a big game, but here's the problem. The way this guy shoots the ball from the perimeter, he could have 23 points going in the fourth. He could knock down four three-pointers along with five free throws. I almost think you want to let Luca get his 40 I and not let these you. other guys get in rhythm. To me, I am guarding Dinwiddie, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Bullock on the perimeter. And you say, Luca, you want to go for 60, go right ahead. Uh, Steph Curry, 27 and a half. Uh, good number. Um, you know, again, 25, 29, both very plausible. So no play on that. Clay, 18 and a half. I like the over. Clay, Clay just seems to me, and I don't have the stats to back it up. I'm just going based on just kind of thought and what you see. He seems like he is... A different player home and away at times. Championship odds right now: Warriors a dollar thirty here at Circa. Celtics a dollar thirty-two. Interesting. I was on Follow the Money this morning with Mitch and Paul, and one of Paulie's plays um, was this potential series matchup: Golden State against Miami. Golden State minus one ninety. Mm-hmm. He said, "Now it might not get there, and you get a refund on your ticket. But anything less than two dollars, Golden State against the Heat, you should grab right now in case it happens." I don't think it's going to happen. Well, if it did happen, do you agree with that price that, that minus one ninety is cheap on the Warriors against the Heat? No, because what what are the what are the Heat to win right now to win the conference? Well, the Heat to win the Eastern Conference, yeah, plus seven fifty. So why wouldn't you just take that? No, I'm just saying he's saying the Warriors. That the Warriors should be more than two dollar favorite if they match up against the Heat. That they're they're much better than the Heat. Now the Heat would. I'm have, sorry, I, I misunderstood yeah, yeah, what right. you were saying. Yeah. I thought you were going for an exact no. series match. No. Um, yeah. Uh, no, but you know what? I think mm-hmm. the two teams from the East can match up with Golden State better than they're getting credit for. I think whoever comes out of the East, which I, you and I both believe is Boston, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be the favorite to win it, or should be the favorite, in my opinion. Yeah. The VEASAN Summer Special is here that I just referenced. For only $39, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now all the way through the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adams Burke's daily Major League Baseball best bets, Jonathan Van Tobel on the NBA playoffs, and Andy McNeil on the Stanley Cup playoffs, plus preseason football coverage, golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. You get 24-7 video access, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, and all of our tools, uh, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $39 through July 31st. Go to vsun.com slash summer. When we come back, we take a look at the day on the Major League Diamonds. Should you fade Aaron Nola and the Phillies? Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. 
And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Eh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my dance, <laughs> Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSEN, the sports betting network. Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free, and Amal, they are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, Three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit zen.com, that's zyn.com to learn more and to find Zen pouches near you. Zen pouches are only for adults 21 plus who already currently use tobacco or nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with. Amal Shaw, Nick Alberger is going to join us in 15 minutes to talk about Game 5 tonight in Raleigh, Game 5 tonight in the Saddle Dome, and also an interesting Game 6 now tomorrow night in St. Louis, one we never thought we'd be having. You got that right, and uh, I didn't think the broadcast crew did either. The reason why I'm laughing right now is uh, Wilson Contreras just hit a home run at the uh, Great American Small Park, as you like to say, in Cincinnati. Mike? This guy was admiring this thing like he hit just the game-winning homer for the next five World Series. He did just cut it to 10-4. to four, It's an <laughs> oh. important home run. Yeah, good, good Good thing you got that extra point now just down by, you know, just a regular touchdown. It's like an Otani home run when the game's out of reach either way. Okay, Amal, let's get to the baseball schedule today. You mentioned this this game earlier today, uh, Steel against Green. This was the only morning start. Great schedule. Is Gary Bettman doing the MLB schedule? <laughs> Only day game on a Thursday. Every time Towers is here, it's all day games. There's three games left. Towers is out. Now it's all night games that he could have Towers got about. that kind of pull. You know? I, 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 I don't know. Poor guy. Uh, Hunter Green uh, leading 10-4 right now. Steel was awful. Ball flying out of the park. Rain was coming sideways for 15 minutes. They couldn't get a dry ball. They never stopped the game. But uh, uh, what, the first seven batters reached base in the bottom of the third for the Reds, and they lead 10-4 right now in the bottom or top of the fifth. I'm watching Ross uh, manage that team, and I'm going, he's just going to leave Steele out there to die. I mean, it just absolutely was. It, it, they weren't even coming close. First of all, it was a 3-0 count on everybody. Yep. And then everybody just teeing off like it's batting practice. Even the outs were line drives. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, some interesting matchups today. Let's start in Florida. Rays take care of business against the, the Marlins, and now here come the Yankees to town in an important early series, yeah. especially for the Rays. Matchup of left-handers today, uh, Cortez against Yarborough. Cortez, we've talked about Nestor Cortez, how good he's been, uh, potential Cy Young candidate. Yarborough, one of the few pitchers for the Rays, you know, can give him five or six innings. Cortez here, this is an interesting number. I saw on the overnight $1.35, I saw it down to one ten. Then it's floated between 115 and 120. The Yankees, a slight road favorite here. Total, 7.5. Uh, I like this game under. Cortez has been outstanding mm-hmm. for the Yankees. I think Yarborough will pitch effectively here, and you've got this uh, Tampa offense that can be inconsistent. But, Mike, I think Tampa's gone overlooked in terms of what they're doing. You know, we talk about in the American League, the Yankees, the Blue Jays, um, the White Sox, the Astros. We, you, mentioned, you always mention the Angels. Mm-hmm. But... How about Tampa? 26-17. and 17. You mentioned a four-game importance. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's a four-game set, but an important series here. You got an opportunity, even if you just take two out of three games, if you're Tampa, long way to go. Uh, I, I think this team can't be discounted. Uh, Rockies at Nationals today. This was an interesting number in terms of the total. Yes, uh, too low. I don't get it. It was eight and a half on the overnight, down to eight. I believe all... Eight of Herman Marquez's starts have gone over. The batting average against is either worst or second worst in Major League Baseball. Pat Corbin, where do you rank him amongst the 32 aces? Well, I would probably put him in about 35th. Uh, yeah. Out of I, 32 I, aces? Yeah. Oh, and seven. That, that's a little high. <laughs> <laughs> How do these guys all have seven and eight losses? for the? Adon's got eight to nine decisions, one and eight. He's 0 and 7. I just don't get it here. I know the Rockies played two low-scoring games in Pittsburgh before. 
the higher scoring game back up to eight and a half in some spots. Would you play? Would you lay juice over eight, or would you like like to get even money over eight and a half? I'd like to lay juice and take the over eight. Okay. Uh, but to your point, that's what I was looking at in this game was the over. And I want to say, you know, Corbin, you mentioned him. Look, he had a good start to his career. By the way, I love the fact that this year he's got a negative .8 WAR. Um, take away, you know, at Arizona in 2018, had a great year at 3.15. And then, Mike, 2024.66 last year, really, really an outstanding performance, 5.82 ERA. But he thought he could do better this year, and he has. The 6.6 earned run average. What the hell is this guy doing? Is he trying to get anybody out? 1.69 whip? He's been awful. I agree with you here on the overplay. Um, let's go to the game in Phil- in uh, Atlanta tonight. Phillies and Braves have split two, far- two games so far. Aaron Nola, the pitcher with the most innings in baseball since 2018 against Kyle Wright here. Kyle Wright, a slight favorite. I got him earlier in the day, so I'll, I'll tip off what's in the playbook here. At a slight favorite, up to uh, $1.15. I got him, I think, at $1.06 or $1.08. Nola is just a guy to me and all that you can't back. Because if the Phillies are going to score three, he'll give up four. If the Phillies are going to score five, he'll give up six. It's just tough to win with this guy. And the Braves at home here, I think, are a pretty cheap price tonight. Right now, sitting at DraftKings at $1.15, total of eight. Yeah, um, I like Kyle Wright in this spot. Um, you know, you mentioned Nola. He's, his whip is good, uh, 64 Ks. But for some reason, they're just inconsistent when he's on the bump. I like Atlanta here on the cheap price at home. Are you a Kyle Wright guy? I think he's undervalued in the market most of the time. Okay. He's not that bad. The Braves have a lot of pitchers that are, you know, three and a halfs if you, in, I, in I terms love, of a starting rotation, a great right? Point. Yeah, absolutely. Ian Anderson, Kyle mm-hmm. Wright. Um, maybe Kyle Wright had a little higher expectation, but he usually gives you a solid effort. Interesting game here. Brewers at Cardinals. Top two teams in the NL Central. I thought a good series for the Brewers. They get two out of three in San Diego. Nice job there. UU, UU was terrific for six innings yesterday, but they get to, they push across two in the seventh. They make it hold up. They didn't have Hader. Still got through there to win two out of three. Now they go to St. Louis. They face the ace of the St. Louis staff and Adam Wainwright. Also, Cardinals good against left-handers. Lauer having an outstanding season so far. Cards $1.20 home favorite, plus 200 on the run line. Total seven and a half of them. A lot of things to discuss here. Yeah. First of all, I object to your statement that Waino is the uh, ace of the staff. Well, Flair, while Flair has gone. Well, it doesn't mean he gets to be the ace. He's just their current best pitcher because the ace is not there. I mean, when you're out and Wes Reynolds in, are you still the second best host on the show that day? No, you're not here. <laughs> Fair point. Touche. <laughs> uh, Wainwright gave up four runs when these two teams met back on April 14th. In earlier. Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, yeah. yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Cardinals uh, lost that game 5-1. to one. Uh, Lauer's pitched extremely well for uh, the Brew Crew so far. I was tending to look at the under 7.5 here between these two teams. I, I don't know which side is going to win. I like the St. Louis offense in terms of what they're capable of doing. Milwaukee's offense is inconsistent for me. So if I had your theory, I would rather play first five under four. Yeah, you got You know what's interesting? You bring, I'm glad you brought that up because so many times we're seeing numbers that are 3.5, then some days it's a 4. I mean, it just kind of toggles back and forth. But here's why I tend not to play the 4 the way you do because – I think 4-3 is very plausible, 5-2. And I'd rather get the win on a 7.5. And, and the first four, I think you could be in a 2-2-3-1 scenario very easily, and you've got to limit it to three runs. That's why that number being a push, I, I don't generally like as much as I do over a full game. Pacific Rim matchup tonight in Anaheim. Hing Ching Ryu takes on Shohei Otani. Otani on that every seven-day schedule uh, tonight. I was surprised a little bit here. Toronto on a road trip. But the Angels a little bit heavy to me at 150 tonight against Ryu, who was good in his comeback start. Total of seven and a half here, Amal. Angels coming off a loss to Texas last night. Yeah, this is an interesting matchup. Um, Shohei uh, in that leadoff spot last night um, almost hit Two one. Two strikeouts and, yeah. and a deep fly, fly ball, ball yeah. late when the game was out of reach again. Yeah, they had a chance to cut it to seven to three. He swings for the fences every time against a, a no-name AAA pitcher. Struck him out twice last night. The... Um, no, no play here on this game. I'd look at the Blue Jays and Rayu at this price at plus 140. I think it's too high. I'd make the Angels like 135 here. I tend to agree with you. Dodgers go into Arizona for a pivotal series here. Diamondbacks trying to cut into that lead, maybe move move into third place in the NL West. They've played well outside of at Chavez Ravine, a game over 500, beat the Royals two games. Castellanos against Michael White for the Dodgers. Dodgers on the road. 
with really a fill-in pitcher, still almost a $2 road favorite. Um, run line, minus $1.20 for the Dodgers. High total. High total here, nine and a half of them all. Yeah, no play in this game either way. Um, maybe take a look at the Diamondbacks as a home dog here. I just get frustrated that the Snakes are not a better team than they should be. Great place to live. Why is an ownership spending money? You're in the fourth or fifth largest metro area in the country. Get some people in there and spend some money. They just haven't been able to live up to what the Cardinals have done. Now, uh, your guy is going tonight for the Rangers. Martin Perez. Perez. Martin Perez was a winner in Houston. You had the under in that game. They are now heading north from Anaheim to Oakland to take on the A's, who Blackburn outdueled Ray yesterday. Yeah. Ray wasn't bad, but Blackburn was better. Frankie Montas goes for the A's. The A's, a dollar twenty favorite against Martin Perez. I figured you'd be all over the Rangers tonight. I like the Rangers in this spot. Uh, Montas uh, it, uh, has pitched pretty decent so far. Total so low, six and a half. Yeah. So I know you probably you can't attack it that way. No, but I was looking at the first five under three and a half here, and I mean I feel like Andrew Fastow is doing the accounting here for DraftKings <laughs> on these totals. Come on, you give me a seven and a half, you give me a four, now you got six and a half and a three and a half. Give me some real numbers here. Give me a consistent. Quantrill easy first five under in Houston last night was one nothing after five. Then they blow the game. Houston, Houston rallies. That's good for the division bet. All right, when we come back, Nick Alberga, is it time? for Vlader the Impaler in Calgary. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VSIN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and across the country. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm here with Amal Sean. It's our pleasure, our pleasure to bring in Nick Alberga live from Toronto, filling in for Josh Towers, who's under the weather today, one Toronto kid for another Toronto kid. Uh, we called Adnan Verk. He wasn't available, but Nick was. And so we thank you for giving us wow. the time this morning. <laughs> hey, Nick, I want to start. I want to start with the second game. I want to. I want to go out of order here and talk about the game at the Saddle Dome tonight. Tell me, I'm crazy, but it's my contention the difference in the series has been Markstrom's poor play, and. Well, you are you are crazy, but go ahead. <laughs> I, well, wait now. There's part two here. There's a, there's an if and then a, I think if you're Daryl Sutter at this point, and and I know Amal says I'm crazy, and others might say it as well. You have to make the change to Vladar. Markstrom is simply not playing well enough for you to come back and win three straight games in this series. He has been awful. I mean, they won game one. He was awful in game one. He's giving up too many goals. You can't give up. That goal to Nugent Hopkins to lose that game after Mike Smith gifts you back into the series. Your thoughts on a goalie change in Calgary? Yeah, like I really think it is peculiar, and it was actually something that was on earlier in this series because, you know, that's one of the many things I noticed and realized about this Calgary team in the regular season is that Daryl Sutter was not afraid to put Dan Vidar in, in in pivotal situations, including a couple big-time spots on the road in Colorado and then all of a sudden we get to the Stanley Cup playoffs and he has zero faith in the guy. Maybe it speaks more volume to how he feels about Jacob Markstrom. I understand and get your theory, but the fact that you pay this guy all this money to be your big game stopper to win your big games in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I think if Ladar was going to come in, it would come in earlier this season as opposed to now. I think they have no choice but to go to Markstrom tonight, quite frankly. But I, I, I get what you're saying, and I actually said that going into the last game that they should have started Ladar. Yeah, thanks for taking up two minutes of your time with Nick when we get only 10 minutes a week with him asking the question I already <laughs> answered, so the answer is no. We're going with Markstrom here. They're winning this game. You worry about game six, okay? All right, you've just wasted 15 <laughs> seconds. What's your first question? I don't have a question on Calgary because oh, I already know they're winning. I'm going to tell you right now, though, Nick, I think the Rangers got a great shot. Would you explain it 26-1 to 1 over here? Rangers are very much alive. This thing is far from over. Shesterkin is playing like Shesterkin, and I like the under five and a half tonight. What say you? Yeah, so I concur on the on the uh, the under because it's hit what in four straight games to start this series. You know, I put money. I have money on Carolina. I put it in last night. Um, I I don't know. I'm I'm starting to sway a bit because everybody I talk to today is feeling New York Rangers, but I'm just going with the data we know, and that's that the Carolina Hurricanes are night and day a different team on home ice than they're on the road. They're six and zero at home here in the postseason. Five and zero 
on the road or 0 and 5 on the road. Uh, I, I'm not going to get stupid with the way I bet tonight. I'm just going to stay, you know, keep it smart, keep it, you know, and and keep it in line and hope for the best. I think Carolina is a much different team on home ice. I do agree. Like, I think this series likely goes seven games because of Igor Shostorkin, but I have to stay true to my word. I liked Carolina going into this series, and I'll keep it that way, and I think they're up 3-2 after tonight. Because, I, I, you know, very seldom does this team lose three in a row. That's the way I'm looking at it. Excellent point on losing three in a row, and I think you and Mike both make compelling arguments for the Canes, but guys, I would push back with this. They scored a late goal in game number one. Very fortunate, Mike. You talked about them squandering that opportunity. Game number two, they get an EN to make it 2 nothing. I mean, think about this. These guys have managed one single goal, Nick, in four consecutive games. Shesterkin was unbelievable. I thought that early save he had in game four really set the tone and tenor for that matchup. I just feel like right now, Zibanejad, Kreider, these guys are playing at a different level. We'll see if Carolina comes out buzzing here. Are you not concerned at all about the lack of Ajo and company being able to get goals going? No, I'm very concerned. I think you look at the numbers, what they have six goals through the first four games of this series, which is obviously very scary and far different from the team we saw in the first round where I believe they had 25 goals in seven games against Boston, right? Like even if the splits on the road and, and home were a bit different, the guy I'm looking at for him all is, 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 is Andre Svechnikov. Yeah. Like, where are you, buddy? I, I thought, you know, he was great in the regular season at 30 goals. Uh, you know, his shot prop hasn't been hitting as of late. Like he's just a much different player. And it just shows you how amplified things are in the Stanley cup playoffs. The guys you pay the most money to need to be your best players or you're going to be in trouble. And that's certainly a trend I've noticed, especially in this series. I think that has been pretty decent. But Andrei Svechnikov, uh, Svechnikov and another guy I'm looking at who I had big hopes for going into this revenge series was Anthony D'Angelo, who's now pointless suddenly in five straight games. So I'm actually on the assist prop tonight um, for D'Angelo because I think the, the trends and data show us that if he does pick up a point, it's going to happen on home ice. Svechnikov is still seeing Ovi in his dreams. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you, you know, Nick, I'm tempted here because of the Rangers ticket to buy low here on the Hurricanes at $1.50 to win the series right now. Uh, the $1.50 tonight as well, but I'd rather make the series bet. I keep thinking, though, I've had three friends that follow hockey and are betters that each reached out to me saying, this this game smells like Rangers. Mm-hmm. You know, I draw a conclusion or, or a similarity, a comparison to the series between Dallas and Phoenix in the NBA, where the first six games all went to the home team. But Dallas played better in Phoenix than Phoenix played in Dallas. New York has played better in Raleigh than the Hurricanes have played at MSG. Do you think that would make you lean Rangers here tonight? Well, as I said, I already have money on Carolina, so I'm sticking with the Canes. In fact, I was going to put my my Aho t-shirt on before I came on air here, but I understand where people are coming from, guys. Like The Rangers, I think, have been the better team in this series. Um, in fact, a couple times I've put money on Carolina to score the first goal and it's backfired. Um, I just think from an offense generation standpoint, the Rangers have been right there and they have the better goalie. Like there's whispers Freddie Anderson could be good to go soon. Uh, but I think if I were to pick Shostork and Aranta, it's clear who you would pick. Uh, and so ultimately it's going to come down to Carolina. It's going to come down to the fact, in my opinion, they have two or three potentially on home ice and they're going to have to start generating a bit more offense, something we've seen you know, for a good portion of the season, but the last little while, they just can't get anything going. And let's not forget, like, the Rangers did a bit of this to the Pittsburgh Penguins as well. These are two of the top defensive teams in the league, and we're seeing why. Yeah, but boy, that's a tough decision for Brenda Moore to make. If, yeah. if let's say, Ranta gets you to the conference finals and then Anderson's ready. I, I don't know if I could pull the trigger. I think I'd let Antti Ranta keep going. Freddie Anderson can sit there like myself and watch the game. Okay, no, we're not playing Freddie Anderson. The goal is to win the cup here. Nick, let's go now to the the game that happened last night with Colorado Mm -hmm. and St. Louis. I I really think that Colorado now going to St. Louis tomorrow night is there is the chance you don't want to go home to game seven with the ghost of the second rounds from the nights where you were up to nothing. And it was a foregone conclusion from you being a four dollar series favorite against the stars uh, in the bubble have to face a Game 7 and have to face an elimination game for a team, as we've mentioned, has faced no adversity all year long. Is it worth a play on the Avs on the road again in St. Louis tomorrow night? I think it is. Like, it was the old Undertaker gift, right? (laughs) The St. Louis Blues guys were finished, and they came back from the dead, and full credit to them. And 
quite honestly, I just think Colorado gets bored sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they were profoundly up in that game. They were probably looking forward to their first conference final in 20 years. Nathan McKinnon was going off with three and one. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, yeah, we have an opponent. And they're a really good team at that in St. Louis. And credit to them, they storm back. Tyler Bozak wins it in overtime. Next thing you know, we're headed back to St. Louis for game six. But it's my expectation, and I've been consistent with the fact that I think Colorado is a different team. I think they've learned quite a bit about themselves the last couple of years, and I think they're finally ready to break through. And that's why I think they're going to go into St. Louis and they're going to win this game six, because I think I'm right there with you. If it gets into a game seven, we all know St. Louis would score the first goal in that game, and then we'll Colorado would be in trouble. So I think they're going to learn from their mistakes. Famous last words of that, because it's been 20 years since they've been to a conference final, and I think they're going to finish the series off in six games. I, for one, was happy because I had Colorado in six anyway, so I didn't want to see it in five. Nick, I'm glad you mentioned that. We're speaking with Nick Alberger. You can follow him on Twitter at the Golden Muzzy. Because I got to tell you guys, I'm very concerned for Colorado. You guys see it differently than I do. I, I just feel like that was a catastrophic collapse last night. You got a three-goal lead. You're at home. I mean, let's be real here. I, I want to see Colorado. I don't care who they face out of the East because I think it's going to be terrific. I, I just, going back to St. Louis, I think the Blues have all the momentum. I feel like there's game seven coming up. Ooh, uh, I, I I could see that. Like, again, and you guys know how bullish I've been on St. Louis all season long, right? I'm the first there, you know, first one there for the parade. I, I just personally think Colorado has too many weapons. I expect Darcy Kemper to be better. And on the contrary, there's no Jordan Bennington, and the numbers speak for itself themselves, I should say, on Ville Husso, who has consistently surrendered four goals a game over his last five appearances. Like, I know it's Colorado, but I think I would take my chances with Darcy Kemper having a better game than Ville Husso playing right now. It's tough to uh, overlook the heart of a champion. The last two champs, the Blues and yeah. Tampa Bay, you just can't put them away so far. Hey, real quick, you got 15 seconds. If it's Oilers, Avs in the Western Conference, are we going to see seven and a half totals? <laughs> have to, have right? to. But I think it starts at six and a half, and you pump the yeah. over, that's for yeah. sure. Thanks, Nick, for the time. Look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks. Thanks. Great stuff. Always. But I, I got to tell you, I am really concerned for Colorado, Mike. It was a collapse. Yeah. When we come back, college football week one lines. Woo! What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game, <laughs> Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. 
Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline hey sarah i love that spring break vlog you posted on zigazoo omg you watched it yeah it was edited so well I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers is your home for betting on the French Open. Log in any day of the French Open to receive a 20% profit boost that you use on any live in-play bet on the French Open. The top half of the men's draw is loaded and shaping up to be an amazing Grand Slam event. Get your free profit boost today and every day at BetRivers.com or the Bet Rivers app. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back into Odds on Mike Palm here with the Mall Shot. Do you enjoy watching the French um, more than... And I, I tell you, I'm not... A big a tennis fan or better as you, obviously. But I enjoy these longer rallies and more skillful tennis. I, I love what you said there at the end, the skillful <laughs> tennis. That's the one thing I would point to. I think all four Grand Slams have something unique that I really love. But the French Open, it, it's amazing. It really comes down to your ability to have rally tolerance and really to be able to hit the ball with consistency. And that's where you see the great players separate themselves. So it, it's a lot of fun to watch. Wimbledon is a unique experience. Everybody, it's just kind of hallowed ground. 
it's not as long of a rally. It comes down to the power serve. Yeah. Um, yesterday, I'm all in one and one. Yeah. Uh, didn't get there with the uh, Avs puck line. Send all complaints straight to Denver on that one. <laughs> no uh, kidding. Celtics a winner. What do you got for us today? Celtics a winner, but a non-profit winner yeah. for me yesterday. Um, you finally lost an in-game play? Mark the time and date. <laughs> uh, Going to go with a couple of plays here tonight. Okay. More than a couple, Mike. This oh. is a palm reader type of playbook today. Oh, Bookie's best friend. Bookie's best friend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Going to start with the Calgary Flames tonight. I told you right now, and I stand by this. I think Calgary's going to win this game dominant fashion. We go back to Edmonton. Like the Flames tonight at home, minus a goal and a half, plus 165 on the puck line. They've got to defend better. I know Markstrom hasn't played well, but the defense in front of him hasn't been particularly strong. I think they'll take care of that tonight at home. Rangers, Hurricanes, under five and a half. Uh, this one I'm a little bit kind of intrigued in the sense that I I'm, I don't generally do this, and I wish I had the guts to do this more. Rangers parlayed to the under. I really like the Rangers tonight. Love the way they're defending. Why don't you take the under on Carolina? Total goals. You yeah, can do that. I, Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I didn't play that one yet, but I played the Rangers uh-huh. and Hurricanes under five and a half minus 30. I think it'll probably be uh, that way in terms of this game. The number could tilt up a little bit more by the time we get to face off. Then another Rangers, Texas Rangers. Martin Perez going against the ace tonight. Like the way the Rangers team played down in Anaheim. Offense was going last night. I'll take them at even money against the A's. Mike, I don't think the A's can score in 18 innings. They can't manage two runs. This team is just horrific offensively. And then one more tonight, uh, down in Tampa at the Trop. Uh, Yarborough going up against Cortez in this one. Yankees raise under 7.5. All right. Yesterday I went 2-1, and one, but the bigger play loss. And I'm mad at myself. You know, I, I usually play first fives, but I played full game Padres. I'd have won the first five, one to nothing with you, you. But no hater. And the, the, I feel the Milwaukee bullpen was taxed, so that's why I took the nine. It ends up biting me. They lose two to one, but we won the two other plays, including the plus 140 with my man, the great Mourinho. And A.S. Roma, who gets kind of a cheap goal in the 30, 36th minute or so, 34th minute, and made it hold up. Britain made a great point. This, this Dutch Air Divisti teams, they're, they're not used to dealing with that defensive style. And you know how Mourinho was when he was with Tottenham. When you got a lead, they sat on the ball. I thought that was one of the best soccer plays you had all year. I was watching. I, I don't mm-hmm. remember when they scored 30th or something. 34th minute. minute. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't feel like there were too many opportunities. I'm watching no. the game going, God, I wish I had taken this play. Kind of forgot about it. Started immediately after yeah. the show. All right. Let's go to tonight. I'm going to go with the, you got the game under. I'm going to go with the first period under and lay the dollar forty under one and a half here. All these first periods should have gone under if not for the five-minute major, which the Rangers got two goals on. I disagree with you in game number four. They, Why? Well, there should have been one goal that Shosturkin made a great stop on, right? Or that um, uh, Ranta made a great stop on? It was, no, it was Shosturkin made the early stop. Yeah, okay. And then the Rangers had a breakaway opportunity as well. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I, I thought that could have been easily well, one, what are one the five and a half minutes. goals, Andy? What are the expected goals? Was <laughs> yes. That should have gone over one and a half. I'm going under one and a half, 140 here. Like I said, I like Kyle Rate. Um, this is a fade of Nola. I just think this guy, you can't win with Nola. I'll take the Braves at home at a, almost a pick'em price. I took Nestor Cortez at the Rays, minus $1.16 against Yarbrough here. Be interested to see how the Yankees uh, hit off of Yarbrough. He's going to have particularly great numbers against him career-wise. And then, look, Richie Hill led that game one nothing into the fifth. He gave up a three-run home run last night. Giolito was terrific, and the White Sox beat the Red Sox 3-1. Not so fast tonight with Dallas Keuchel. He's been awful three starts in a row. I'll take Michael Waka and a red-hot Red Sox hitting team, minus 102 uh, at Cellular 1. Giolito did a nice job last night yep. limiting them. Um, they only scored one run. But, you know, I want to go back to your Atlanta play. First of all, I really like this play. But the one thing I would look at if you're betting this Brave game, Braves game along with Mike, take a look at the run line here. Minus a run and a half is plus 175. Now, you got the minus 116. But, Mike, I, I got to tell you, in that ballpark, even though this Braves offense hasn't been cooking, I don't think it's a bad play at plus 175. All right, let's get to some college football. Yeah. We're going to go wild or right here on week zero, technically, lines, right? That first week of football where you get about a dozen games. And I want to start out with the classic Big Ten matchup that will be played in Ireland <laughs> between, between Northwestern and Nebraska. Amal, Nebraska, favored by 11 with a total of 51. It's 11 wild or right. That's wild, but I know the uh, sportsbook seems to have have an affinity for Nebraska for some reason. Every year they're going to win the West, and it won't happen again, but um, I think it seems a little bit wild. I think this line should have been closer to 7.5 or 8. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald's team with this time, they'll be ready. This is a huge year in Lincoln for uh, Scott Frost and company. they got to have a big year. If they don't, how much more will they reduce his salary? 
They can't. It's going to be basically they're going to be paying him to watch games at home after that. All right, Illinois likes to be involved in this week one matchup, and they are going to be hosting Wyoming. Illinois, a 10-point home favorite, total 46-and-a-half. Amal is 10, Wilder, right? Um, you know, it's hard for me to say, and, I, and the reason I say that is um, I don't know enough of in terms of what the Cowboys are going to be so far this year. Illinois, I think, will be competitive at times throughout the course of the season, uh, but I don't think it's a bad number. You, Craig Bowles' team is usually very solid defensively. The big question is, can this Illini offense show some consistency, and can they stop anybody? Vandy, out of the SEC, makes the short road trip to Honolulu to take on the University of Hawaii. Hawaii. Hawaii, the Commodores, a six-point road favorite with a total of 54.5. Is six wild to write them all? It is wild, and this line should be shorter. And I know the Bows haven't been that good, but the Commodores, even though they're from the SEC, so many teams over the years. One of my favorite teams I lost on was BYU with Luke Staley going into the islands. And they lost a high-scoring game there. We've seen teams. We've seen Wisconsin, Michigan State. They go out there at the end of the year, and a lot of hijinks happen. You talk about that Michigan State game where there were two 80-yard touchdowns yes. called back for holding so Hawaii could play Hawaii could play in the bowl game? Oh, I've never seen something as egregious as that one. Oh, you've seen a lot of things more <laughs> egregious than that. Uh, here at UNLV between Wisconsin and UNLV. Those were week zero. Let's get on to week number one. Another Big Ten matchup, Penn State. Remember, they had to go to Wisconsin to open the year yep. last year. They get to go to West Lafayette to open the campaign in week one this year. Penn State, a field goal favorite on the road with a total of 54.5. Amal is three wilder right. Three is wild. This number should be closer to six. I love Penn State in this spot. I thought the number was going to be six on this one. Will you bet the number now? To I, get that? Yeah, I will take that. I know that. it'll be a smaller limit to bet. Yeah, but right. You, uh, one other bet that I've been making right now um, is Alabama to win the SEC. Uh, but I, I love Penn State in this spot. They're not going to be a great team. They're going to be a good team, but I don't think Purdue should be uh, this short. I, I just don't get it with the Boilermakers. They're not a consistent program. Is your bet on Alabama as much about Alabama or about Georgia? No, it's about Alabama. The Crimson Tide are the best team in the country. Now, whether they win the national title or not, it will be about their offensive line, but they are going to be dominant. Will Georgia come out of the East? Should. Um, remember, they lost Jermaine Burton, who transferred to Alabama. Uh They've got to replace a ton of defensive starters. You know what's going to be interesting? Keep an eye on Billy Napier in Florida. I think Napier's got an enthusiasm going with that program right now. What can they do remains to be seen. Stoops does a tremendous job. They just generally don't have the talent. But Will Levis is expected to be a high draft pick. they got a quarterback there in Lexington, so keep an eye on the Wildcats. Where's your man Dan Mullen coaching this year? I have no idea, but I believe he's available for your son's youth team. I think he's selling refrigerators. All right, the backyard brawl. (laughs) Not with the amount of money he stole. (laughs) The backyard brawl. Uh, it takes place in week one. West Virginia at Pitt. Pitt, a touchdown home favorite, 55 and a half, is seven wilder right. Mountie's still playing football? They are. I didn't even realize that the last few years. Neil Brown hasn't done anything there. Um, this used to be a great rivalry to watch. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I think the number is correct. I thought it should be about six, but I think the who, re- who, re- who comes in at quarterback for Pitt? And that's the big question yeah. mark. It's going to be Keaton Slovis right now. It appears to be the case, right? The transfer from USC, yeah. but does he become the guy? It, it still remains to be seen. One more. I think this might be the most, well, Oregon goes to Georgia, but that's a big spread. How about this one? Because we'll have a lot of time to talk about Notre Dame, Ohio State. But how about Utah going to Gainesville to take on Florida? Utah, a one-point road favorite, total 52 and a half. Is Utah being favored, Wilder, right? It's wild. The Gators should be favored at home, but I got to tell you, Utah is a complete team. Whittingham... In my opinion, probably the best bowl coach in college football. You can throw in Urban. You can throw in Nick Saban. I know Urban's not coaching anymore, but his teams are so good with time to prepare. They will be ready for the Gators. Yeah. Notre Dame, by the way, catching 14 and a half at the shoe right now. Well, they saw what uh, you know Oklahoma State did. This is a offense on steroids, number one in the country last year. And you got Henderson, Jackson Smith, and Stroud back. All right, Amal's got more plays than you can shake a stick at. Good luck to him tonight. Good luck to you guys. Stay tuned to Visa and up next, Betting Across America. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free 